In today's episode, we are speaking to the amazing Helen Pritchard, someone I truly, truly admire, someone who actually, like me, is a single mother who went from literally below zero to where she is right now, running a multi-millionaire business. Let's find out how she got there and what obstacles she found on the way. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. It's Gul Khan here, your money mindset expert. And today I'm super, super excited to be speaking to the one and only Helen Pritchard. Now, someone who I truly admire, somebody who actually helped me when I was initially working out how to do things around LinkedIn. Um, some of you may have heard of her, some of you may not. If you haven't, then you're in for a treat. So welcome, welcome, Helen. Hi, Gold. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited oh, to be on. I'm so excited. You're here. Thank you so much for accepting this invitation. I'm super, super psyched. And after today's episode, I know people will be too. So Helen, tell everybody what do you do and why do I think you're so amazing? <laughs> well, I don't know why you think I'm particularly so amazing, but um, so yeah, I'm Helen Pritchard, probably most famous for helping people get leads from LinkedIn. So not what I thought I'd do when I grew up, but I run um, a flagship kind of mastermind program called the LinkedIn Mastermind. And um, what I do is I show people exactly what they need to do on what people think is the most boring platform in the world, but actually is, I feel like it's the most exciting because it's just a license to print money and show people how to actually go and show up on there in a way that feels good and is high vibe and it doesn't involve horrible things like sending any direct messages and stuff like that. And I think from, I think the, the success really has been from, you know, making it easy for people to understand how to get the ideal clients coming to them. So and LinkedIn is just a, a beautiful way of doing that. So that's kind of what I do weirdly. Um, I've also mentored, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of businesses in, in kind of all things online marketing really, but just because of the, a lot of people have been with me on my journey and people know me for that. So I talk about that. So, I mean, there's, there's the business side of me and then there's the LinkedIn side of me and just generally, hopefully flying the flag for female entrepreneurs in the online space. There we go. Okay, and I think definitely fly the flag beautifully, beautifully. <laughs> I lead you on your, in your own right. So Helen, I know, I mean, I, I can see the success and people when they sort of search you or have heard of you would know how successful, how, you know, you've created this amazing business, this multi-million dollar business, pound rather, multi-million pound business in a very, relatively very short space of time. I think not longer, about two, three years, but there's a story behind this. I want, to, I want people to understand that human side. So can you start and tell us what is your story? So where and how did you end up being where you are and what led you to this, um, this venture? Well, I think if anyone who does follow me will know, well, A, you'll have heard this story a million times, but also you'll know that everything I do now is for 10 years ago me. So everything that I do, um, so I do loads and loads of the free kind of uh, free five-day challenges, there's free courses and all that kind of stuff, free downloads. It's all because 10 years ago, I would never be able to afford to pay for anything. So it was just would have been completely out of the realms of uh, possibility for me to, to invest in something like a course or a mentor and that kind of stuff. So 10 years ago, when I was 30, was when we'd just come out of the recession. My husband was a builder. Um, our marriage broke down and I was left, you know, we were sort of £90,000 in debt, personal debt. 
um, and the business collapsed, the marriage collapsed. We had two small children under five and my mental health wasn't, wasn't good at all. So when I was a, a young teenager, um, I was in the private hospital, microphobia, my panic attacks, my anxiety, my social anxiety was super, super bad, which I think people find hard to believe now. It's difficult to believe how much of an extrovert and how much you like socialising, but it appears to be yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think when, when, you know, 10 years ago, things, you know, when things got really difficult, all that kind of came back and I was suffering again from anxiety. I think the, the thing for me was I was looking at the ruins of my life and thinking like, I need to do something. I need to do something drastic and I need to do something quick. And the problem I've got is I can't pay for anything. I can't face doing anything and I can't get to anything. So I've got these children and I've got no money and I've got, you know, these mental health problems. But LinkedIn really saved me in that situation because it's free. I could do it from home and anywhere else and off my phone. And, you know, I didn't have to go anywhere. So I use LinkedIn to get lots of lots of lovely inbound leads for my what was then a social media marketing business. And the way that I set up LinkedIn just made sense to me. And I mean, I won't go into it now because you can get access to all this for free anyway. But it was all, I just wrote it for my ideal client and I, I went and connected with my ideal clients and then I put content out for my ideal clients and I didn't message anyone and I didn't write personalized connection requests and I didn't do all these things that people said that now people say that I should do or I should have done. Um, and it just worked like a charm. So my ideal clients were coming to me and then as my business grew, you know, I turned it into an agency. We we started big into Facebook ads, and we still got all our leads from LinkedIn. And it was only three years ago now, maybe maybe coming up to four, when I used to talk to people and say, you know, they'd say, "Well, how did you get that client?" I'd say, "Well, they came to me on LinkedIn," and people would say to me, "Nobody gets leads from LinkedIn. Don't work like that," uh, you know. Or they'd say, "Oh, do you do this automation? Or do you do this? You know, do you have someone manage it for you? You know, are you sending out all these emails? Are you, are you scraping the data?" And I was like, "No, I just do these three things every day." And it takes me about 10, 20 minutes. And, and then people just inquire direct to me. And I could see people's sort of cynicism. And I'd show them. I, it's so simple. I used to draw it on a napkin. Because I'd normally be at an event. And then they'd give them the napkin. And they'd go away. And they'd come back. And they'd be like, guess what? You know, I got a lead. I'm like, yeah, no, that's how it works. And it, it was only really when I started showing more people that I thought, actually, I'm, I'm onto something here. Because it's, it works for everybody. And it still does. It works for absolutely everybody. So when I started to teach that online, I was doing this, you know, the 99 pound thing, as I call it, where I, used to, I don't do this anymore, but I used to charge people 99 pound and we'd do like an online Zoom thing. People just used to rave about it because they'd get it and they'd, and they'd do it and then they'd make loads of money and then they'd tell everyone. And then I did um, hundreds of guest experts. So going into other people's groups, touch, trying to teach this method. I was just on this huge mission to help people because I was like, it saved me 10 years ago. I was like, listen guys I'll tell you this for free this is what you need to do so I did hundreds and hundreds of guest experts I've now done hundreds and hundreds of podcasts you know I've done I've got so much free information out there because I want people to just know how it works so they can then go and just get some money in the bank so you know and I know Gull and I we've talked about money uh, before when I've interviewed you and like yeah I just over that process I just completely transformed my mindset around money and and working online just opened up these huge opportunities for me where I just was huge I just wanted to I wanted to tell the world this stuff and I was prepared to do whatever it took to tell people. And then as a byproduct of that, people are like, oh, we want more. You know, we want to be in a, a kind of mastermind with you. We want to be in a group thing with you. So I was like, okay. So I sold my first mastermind to eight people for 300 pound a head. Um, and, you know, it was great fun. And I made it as we went. I was literally like, all right, well, I'm going to make it up as I go. Like I'm just, I literally, the first 
the first mastermind, the first iteration of my mastermind, I, I recorded every video on the morning. So it was like 40 videos and I just got up every morning and recorded the video. I was like, right, do this today, do that today. Do. And that became the mastermind for the first two and a half years. And what happened was is people just heard about it and wanted to join. And then it just kind of got bigger and bigger and bigger. And we were doing these launches. And then when I started to work with Phil Harrison, who some of you may know or may not know, if you don't, I suggest you look him up. And we really implemented this five-day challenge process into the business. So I think on my own, it did about 200K. Um, which is a good, solid, like online you know, business earning kind of thing. I was dead chuffed with that, obviously. Um, and then, but when Phil came in and we and we implemented the five, the free five day challenge thing, it just went crazy. Yeah. So yeah, so in that last year, last year I, met, I set a target for us to do a million in sales. Now sales is not turnover in my business. Sales is sales orders because yeah. a lot of people join and pay over twelve months. So that's for the people who go and search my company's house and be like, oh, she only did like. 400k like it's a lie it's like it's not a lie it's that that's what cash came in that year mm-hmm. you know and people you know it's a head orders and because people do do that and they do and they and they street view my house and things like that and say look she's not a millionaire and i'm like i'm not a millionaire guys like i'm not a millionaire 100 not a millionaire i'm not even turned over a million yet mm-hmm. um but we did over a million pound in sales in a year which i was like massively excited about and super celebrating it it was a real shock to me that people were really keen to drag that down um but that's fine um and then this year um, obviously it's been a bit of a different year. Our target was three uh, million in sales orders and I'm, I'm about halfway through and we're doing, we're, we're doing, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. But whether we'll hit that target, I'm not sure. It depends. There's so many variables, you know, yeah. but we did, I did get an interview with Phil and, and we, we generated 1.8 million in sales from the mastermind alone, wow. which is great, isn't it? And wow. it's kind of like, yeah, it's not profit. I spend a lot of money. So in my business, I outsource everything that doesn't need me everything i'm like the queen of outsourcing in the business and at home so i don't do anything that i don't want to do or i can't i have to so the only things i do in the business now which is what i love about it is is this so live live anything's to on video obviously so live videos live interviews podcasts um uh, guest experts and delivering training for for people who pay me you know and that that is just like one call a fortnight there's nothing else for me to do. It's fantastic. But that's really, that costs loads of money because I have all these people. I've got like about 24 contractors working for me now. And it costs us a lot of money, like 30, 40K a month or something going out. So that's why we're not hugely, massively profitable. But that's a choice I've made because I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to have the lifestyle that I've got, which is- Lifestyle choice, yeah. Yeah, hugely. So my life is- zero stress at home or, or at work i mean pretty well i've got two teenage girls so it's never zero stress you know never zero drama but you know business-wise zero stress um you know everything is handled and i can make things happen really quickly which is what i love so i can just have an idea in the morning and we can bring that to life you know in the afternoon pretty much because we've got so many people you know we've got branding teams we've got marketing teams we've got strategy teams we've got operational teams it's fantastic so all these people that just make things happen for me so from an entrepreneurial point of view i love it but it costs big dollar you know and that's why but that's that's the price literally the price i'm willing to pay to have the lifestyle that i desire which is just i don't work mondays or fridays i only work between 12 and 3 tuesday wednesday thursday like i'm living my dream guys like i'm living my dream so um money wise it's just given me such great opportunities the same at home you know 
I have people helping me at home. Like, I can't, I mean, my sister said, can I take your ironing board? And I was like, take it. I've not done ironing for like four years. You know, I don't, I don't do any washing, ironing, tidying up hardly. I mean, I do a bit of tidying up, but, you know, I have people that look after the house. I have somebody who drives me places if I need them to. I, you know, I have my car balloted every week, pretty much. I, you know, I have people that organize all my personal appointments. Like, like literally, I'm living the Elton John, J-Lo diva lifestyle, you know, and I love it. So I'm like super happy. So my life's fantastic. But yeah, could I make more money if I did more stuff or, or I had less help? Yeah, of course. But I choose not to. But it's a, it's a mindset choice. It's a, it's a lifestyle choice and it's a mindset thing. So you've yeah, chosen right. to, to, but I mean, what I'm, what I'm hearing from you is making money is, is not as important as having the lifestyle choice. So you're making the money, but you're spending in a way to create the kind of life that you choose to have, which I think I, I totally value because we're only here, and I keep talking about this in my trainings, we're here for a finite amount of period of time. I mean, how yeah. much money do you want to put in the bank before you die in the grave, right? So yeah. it's worth you spending. And as long as you are understand, as long as you understand you, you can create and make and have that money as much as you want, it's never ending. And yeah. therefore you're able to spend in the good way, not spending out and wasting the money on, on casinos or whatnot, but actually spending it where you're creating livelihoods for other people to be able to do what they need to do so you can focus on your energies plus enjoy the life that you have and enjoy um, living your life in the way you do. So I, I completely value that. I completely of understand. Course, and, I completely, and that's exactly I don't, I don't need to justify it to anyone or to no, myself. No, I, just, and I love, I love that's what I, yeah. I would do. I mean, that's pretty much where the, the route I'm going down in terms of the kind of house I want, the kind of things I want. The, the the kind of help that was, that's going to be coming and I mean I I, I totally understand I haven't done any ironing for about I think about a year and a half I, it go, goes out the washing and the ironing's get done and and like I give it to them and hand it back to me that's all we ever do and everything gets done including the even the underwear fine oh, it's so funny but anyway so coming back to to you now this sounds great and it's amazing that you created this business but surely surely it wasn't it, it sounds like it's really easy what it surely can't be as easy so where was the biggest obstacle and what was your biggest obstacle in creating this business that you have created I think well I think what it was was I had to like so I say this is dead cheesy but it's like it's true and you know I've, I've got I'm, I'm having merch made with it on but like success is a decision and I think the biggest obstacle was for me allowing was me allowing myself to just make that decision that was the biggest thing it was kind of it, you know, everything was hard and everything was a graft and everything was like, you know, a difficult. It's kind of like I gave myself permission to make everything easy. Right. And then once I did that, everything, honestly, like I'm, you know me, I'm super spiritual, but you know, yeah. but once I truly, truly, truly gave myself permission to just enjoy it, I think everything just, you know, the, the real, the, the obstacle is always you, isn't it? But the obstacle yeah, really course. was. Absolutely. The Absolutely. obstacle was me thinking, who am I to live this lifestyle? You know, who am I to you know, have these things, who am I to, you know, be this person. And the biggest decision I made was to be completely myself. Now people say that, and I said that, but it wasn't quite true because I thought I was being myself. But there's another, I don't know, there's always like this fifth gear of being yourself that I got into where I was like, oh, now I can just completely be myself, like really be myself. And I think that came at a point where the business was becoming more successful because confidence, you know, comes from evidence. And once I had that evidence and that, and I talked with Phil about this, um, I was interviewed by him yesterday, but once I knew I had this profitable, predictable business, which with the five day challenge mechanism, suddenly it was kind of like, oh, that felt like giving myself permission to, to just enjoy where I'm at. 
I think the obstacle before was we were just going from launch to launch to launch, not knowing where the next, you know, pound was coming from. And I kind of allowed myself to get into that. Like, oh, this is me. You know, I'm like, I'm the grinding it out. I'm this entrepreneur, you know. Yeah. And I totally do believe in hustle. Like, I think the anti-hustle movement is the worst thing that's ever happened to business. And I was grinding it out. And I really was grinding it out. But I had to give myself permission to say, you don't need to do that anymore. You know, it's okay. You've done that. And, you know, so I worked crazy, crazy hard and made huge sacrifices, you know, in the first couple of years. But it was all, it was all working up to this. And that, that had to be a point where I was kind of like, this is it now, Helen. You've done what you had to do yeah. to get what you wanted. You've got what you wanted. And now is your time to absolutely enjoy it. Will it last forever? No. And I know it won't last forever because nothing ever does, right? So maybe I'll have more money. Maybe I'll have less. Maybe the business will change. Maybe like it'll never, it's a never, it's never a static thing. No. So it's kind of like really, really enjoying it. And right now, like literally I get out of bed every day, just thinking this is, this is my actual life. And I absolutely love it. Like every moment of every day of it. So it's just brilliant, you know, absolutely brilliant. I love it. Fabulous. So in terms of your mindset, and I, I, I love what you said of allowing it. So this is one of the major concepts that I teach in, in my in my mastermind and even my other you know, other um, teaching trainings, where you have to accept the fact that you have to love yourself enough to allow things to ha- happen for you with ease and grace. I, I talk, always talk about the energy of ease and grace. I am actually not. I'm I'm one of those who's naturally inclined towards hustling because of the way I've been. You know, the, the work ethic has been drummed into me. Yeah. But I've had, to, I've had to, like you, work on myself and slow myself down. They actually know I need to not hustle, but work and allow 20% of my actions to give me the 80% of my results yeah. and allow that to happen in all areas of my life. And like you said, I delegate, I, I have my to have delegated so much of my business to um, access to various things. But that takes a mindset shift. That yeah. takes a decision in you internally one, to allow the growth to happen, and two, to accept the fact that you're not the, to not be in control of all areas of business. And for someone like you and I, which we are always constantly in you know, a perfectionist and trying to work through this and do this and then, you know, 100 miles per hour speed, how did you slow yourself down? How did you allow yourself to, you know, to make that decision, to accept the fact that, you know, I am amazing and I'm allowed to enjoy my life and I'm allowed to have things happen for me easily? Now, for those who don't understand this concept, this requires a specific decision around I'm enough, I'm worthy. It's a definite mindset shift. How did that work for you? How did that happen for you? I think it all coincided. So it all coincided with me being single. So um, me and my boyfriend, after my husband, we split up. And I think it was that journey that was going on in the background that nobody really knew about because I don't tend to bring that stuff to work, really. Like, you know, it's... I'll just out of respect for him, but, um, you know, I think all that work was happening in the background around, am I enough, you know, and all that. And I think as I got more confident in myself as a woman and I started to heal from that and I started to do all the inner work and all that stuff. Cause like, I like, I always look for, I don't, I'm not really into personal development because I think that we're enough. So I don't, I, you know, I used to read a lot of PD books and I'd be like, oh, come on, you know, I don't need a morning routine. This is nonsense, you know. Um, you know, I'd be like, oh, well, I need to do this, this and this and I'll never be a better person. It's like, no, actually, you've absolutely fine the way you are. But I was doing the inner work for my emotions around. Which is more love, important, by the way. Love and moment, romance. Yeah, super important. And it's only really now when I look back, I see how that correlates. So as I was yeah, stepping more into who I was as a single woman, which is different to being in a partnership, I think, because you just, this is just me now. Like what, it's little things, isn't it? It's like, 
what do I actually want to watch on the telly? What do I actually want to have for my dinner? You know, because you're just always thinking of someone else, you know, and I'm a natural, I'm a really confident, like alpha kind of woman in a lot of ways, particularly at work. So I think that's where you, know, you just kind of do that. But at home, I'm kind of like, you know, I want to be looked after and I'm quite almost like, I don't know, subservience probably a bit too far the other way. But you know what I mean? I'm kind of like, I'm a a caregiver, you know, I'm very feminine. I'm I'm a caregiver. I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to be fed. I want everyone to, you know, I like to have parties and that kind of stuff. So I I don't know. I kind of, when when I came into this whole, now I need to care for myself. Yeah, and look to what what do I want as a person? Like, what really is good for me? What nourishes me? And what's not good for me? Probably did a bit of both, you know, um, like you do. Yeah, and you know, and it really gave me more time with my children. And I think it's this evolution. And lockdown has been great for me because it's given me so much time. So last year, I travelled internationally. I think twelve to fourteen times. I was all over the world. I was flying around the world. I got my teenage daughters, so I was kind of juggling all that, and it was brilliant. And I don't regret a minute of it, and I loved it. But lockdown stopped that. Yeah. And it made me, this is about traveling. And when I, when I traveled, I'd meet people. And one of the things I used to say is like, what are you running away from then? You know, because travel, when you travel, you normally yeah. trying to find yourself or you're trying to get away from something. And it just stopped me and it made me come home and be centered and be with my children and my daughters who were like 13 and 15. And it was a real revelation for me. I think just it's all coincided. The more confident in myself I got, the more confident I was showing up as myself, the more myself I was. In every area of my life, but particularly in, in the business, you know, I felt more able to ask for what I wanted from the yeah. people in the business. I allowed people. So it's a really good metaphor. So me and Phil, like, so we've got that dynamic. He's very masculine. I'm very feminine. So I, I had to allow him in the business to take control of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it was a really difficult transition because I'm used to doing, I, I could do it all myself. I'm a single mom. I'm this, I'm that. I can, you know, I'm, a, you know, I'm you know, so in my, in my masculine. And it, we had to go through that process of like, I had to allow him to look after me in the business. I think that's what I'd say, which, which sounds a bit emotionally soft, but it's true because I can't do it all and I don't want to do it all. So, so, and then, but I remember one point I was on the phone to Phil crying. because I was like, I feel like I, I just work for the business now and I just get my money every month and I don't really know what's going on anymore. And I just, and he was like, that's what you wanted. You wanted me to take care of everything so you could focus on doing the things you want to do, like creating new products, you know, bringing out new things, writing your book and all that. And I'm like, I know that's why I wanted, but you know, I still have a bit emotional. <laughs> you know, and I'm sure he's on the phone like, for God's sake. But I think that's been a good metaphor for for life as well. So I can't remember what the question was, but anyway, I just feel like the whole evolution of the business has coincided with an evolution evolution of me as a person, emotionally yeah. and spiritually. And that's exactly what I wanted to hear because that's exactly what I believe in. That the more you work on the internal world, the more your external world will reflect that internal reality of yours. And exactly, yeah. and I find this not just for myself and the clients that I work with and all other entrepreneurs that I see and see their growth because I've seen your growth over the last couple of years. And that is absolutely true that the more you grow internally, the evolution of the internal world, which is only through uh, you know, your, your acceptance and you working through your deepest, darkest demons and deep and working with your emotions and you know, having, you know, releasing older emotional traumas and building yourself up from, in, from inside out, that is reflected in your external reality. And this is exactly what you said, they shown up beautifully in your business because when you accepted yourself for who you are truly internally, yeah you allowed things to be easy externally and that, and so they were and therefore everything just fell into place the right people told up the right you know yeah help showed up and you're able to manifest the kind of business and the lifestyle that you wanted which is amazing which is beautiful and exactly what we're striving for 
So yeah. what would be your, you know, what would be your one advice or what would advice would you give to somebody else who's maybe in a similar situation as yourself? You know, maybe they're starting out on a business, maybe they're in a corporate world and they're letting go of the corporate life because, you know, especially with the, at the moment we're recording this in a pandemic and we just can't, I just read this news article this morning that we're going into the biggest recession ever yeah. in the UK. Yeah. So there are many people who may have lost jobs or the jobs are on the, are, are shaky, then there's tons of uncertainty. What advice would you give to that individual man and woman both who mm. are contemplating the idea of leaving the security, supposed security of his job? and inventing into the unknown world of entrepreneurship having a business I, would, having that I, I mean i would definitely say to them like as much as you won't believe it like you'll think it's a practical thing you know we're going to do this it's a mind game it's, it's a total mind game one of the things yeah. i would say to them is you've got to be prepared to let go of your identity and you can transform into something else but you can't transform into something else if you're hanging on to your identity and that could be as anything it could be in your job could be in your in your old business it could be as a mum or as a wife or whatever like sometimes you've got to let that identity go and I really struggled with that when I was transitioning from running an agency into being an online entrepreneur or whatever like I didn't want to be an online entrepreneur because I just looked at these people and I was like you're all full of shit like I don't want to be one of you you know Um, and I still feel like that about a lot of people in the world you know Um, but you know when I was but when I was an agency owner I had that Everyone knew me for that, and you know, and I, you know, I was doing great things, and I felt like legitimate. And then to go into a totally different world where I felt like I feel like I'm swimming with sharks, and people are gonna, you know, a lot like so. But I had to let go of that identity and make a decision to be the new person. I think until you really accept that yeah. and surrender to it, you know, so and and I have I get rid of that belief system of it's hard for me because or it's you know i think the recession is going to bring up so much this money stuff like the world needs you go like super needs you right now um all this money yeah all this money stuff is coming up i feel like for for guys like girls like us who are you know have people can find us if that makes sense so we are out there we are doing our lighthouse thing we're putting stuff out there we can help people with their mindset with their money with their you know online activities i feel like this is the moment that we've been working to and that we've been called to. Um, A really good book, which I think I'm going to reread, is uh, Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. And she talks about this. It's kind of like we're on a mission and this is it. And I feel like no one could predict this, but I feel like this is going to be our our moment where the people who've stepped up to to lead, uh, people like you're talking about who are leaving their jobs, who are scared, who are worried or concerned, you know, they're going to need us. They're going to need us. And I think that's what, that's why I think that's why I've had this feeling that I can't put my finger on of like, it's not quick enough. It's not quick enough. I need to get to in front of more people. I need more impact. I need people to, you know, like I'm saying to my team, like, I want to be mainstream. I don't want to be an online entrepreneur. I want people to know me in the street because I, I'm the person that can help people yep. transition from A to B, you know, and it's, it sounds like an ego thing and I suppose part it's of it not. I have the same feeling so it's like I, I, the same need, Absolutely. Yeah, I need to be on I need to be on Phil's sofa so that millions of people will know who we are because it's not just me it's the, it's it's everyone in this world who've been in this small small pond of that people find accidentally but yeah. it's kind of like the world needs it now the world needs people Absolutely. who can help people with their mindset with their money with their businesses with their transitions and support them and and help them and hold them while they go through that and i think i honestly do feel like that's that's what what, what we've been working up for and i think that's why i've had that feeling that I, that I now don't have it's almost like well 
it's okay now because it's all going to work out perfectly and it's fine. I kind of get it. I can see it. I see it all unfolding now and it's okay. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? I just feel the energy of the, the whole universe and all that is, to me, feels positive. There's, there's, so the, I'm smiling because you've said literally, you've hit the nail on the head on a topic that I literally covered. So <laughs> this is going to be released on the Friday and I, I talked about your letting go of your identity on the Monday. So, right, yeah. so literally two episodes ago, I think one episode ago rather. So the Monday episode I talked about exactly this, that they need to let go of your old identity to adopt, to, in order for you to, to allow the new name, the new you to be born. So you have to let go of the old you. So the old you has to die for yeah. the new you to be born. And you have to and grieve, that, yeah. And you have to agree. the reason why. And I'm so, I'm so glad <laughs> I was smiling. I know. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> you talked about the same thing. So I, I think that's beautiful. And I agree. This, there, I do also feel that there's a grand awakening in the masses, not just the, in just a few hundreds, but hundreds of thousands of people awakening up to the idea of what's possible for them. And you and I are the, are the forefront as, as leaders saying, okay, this is possible and everything's possible. But it's, it's, a, it's a spiritual thing. And it is through, you know, through, using the energy tools and using the universe Mm. powers rather than sticking to the what's you know what's actually seeable or foreseeable in the physical 3d world and i think you and i are beyond that we actually go to the metaphysical world and you know connect with the spiritual world using spiritual laws to be able to move ourselves forward and i think a lot of people are waking up to the idea of you know mindset and energy to transform their lives and i think that's why we when we have we wherever we get our discussion we have because we're so in tune and everything you've said just sit hit me in my heart okay this is what I'm working towards and so even the the struggles you've had everything is just so the kind of person I am but that also means that there are more people like you and I in the world who are all striving for the same thing and working towards their goals and there are people like you know this 1.0 version of your 1.0 version of me who needs your help and who needs my help to be where we are right now does that make sense yeah, absolutely. Like you say, it's just like, it's just like we're, we're obviously downloading from the same source here because every time we get together, it's like, oh, it makes me kind of like, when I saw in my diary today, because obviously I don't book anything myself, like I said, so I just I'll go wake up in the morning, like, what have I gone today? Oh, I was like, oh, Vulcan, fantastic. Because I just knew what it'd be like. I knew it'd just be like, it's magical. Like I, I've started to put, well, sorry, I put on Facebook the other day, I was like, expect magic. Cause that's what I woke up with in my head. It's like, expect magic, expect magic, expect magic. I was like, all right, I'll put it on Facebook, you know. And it's kind of like, it feels good to me. And it's kind of, it doesn't compute with what I'm seeing, you know, in the world. I'm like, this all looks really bad. But to me, it feels like something good's coming. I feel like something exciting's happening and this huge shift's coming. And I think we'll look back and be like, that was intense. You know, that was what, what, what a time to be alive, literally, you know. It is. It, that, you know, in our generation, yeah. like, you know, we're in the... Well, I feel like I'm 40, like I'm in the prime of my life, you know, in terms of my business, my children. I've just met an amazing guy. You know, I just feel like everything's fantastic. I know I had to let go. I had to let go of my beliefs that I can only be rich if I'm a single woman. (laughs) I had to let go of that and be like, I allow this to happen. Like I, you know, and as soon as I got into that mindset, he just appeared. He was right under my nose all along. I've known him for years and years and years, but I was. Um, So, you know, magical things are happening for me. Um, and I want magical things to happen for everybody. And I just feel like, you know, we will look back in maybe two or three years and be like, Fuck, that was a ride. Do you know what I mean? That was a wild Definitely. ride. Intense, yeah. right? For sure. And yeah. uh, we're, but we're ready for it. Yeah, we are. And we've done the work. I think, I think like I said before, we've done the work of the last couple of years to get to where we are right now. There's been a sense of urgency. I have to do this. I have to do this. And I'm so glad you said this about mainstream. Mm. 
this is exactly the drive that I have, that I feel that my message needs to be on the mainstream, not just for, for, uh, for select few on online, because everybody needs to know about these energy tools, about how they can remove their money, uh, money blocks and how can they remove their limited use of their money. Because everyone, and you and I would know this, money making money is, is easy when you allow it. Yeah. And once you remove your money blocks, making money is so easy. And that's why yeah. you can move forward rapidly rather than having to grow up for 10, 15, 20 years to make, you know, to make a living mother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is it. And I just feel like everything's going to be all right. That's it. That's my message. <laughs> everything's going to be all right. I promise. Helen well, on that note, I, I totally agree with you and Helen. But on that note, thank you so much. Tell us, where can we find you, Helen? Oh, so I've, what I really want people to do is follow me on Facebook. I can't have any more friends because I'm up to the silly 5,000 limit. Um, but if you follow me on my personal Facebook, that's kind of my octopus body, if you like. That's lots of tentacles that go off to different places. But that's where you find out most of the things. Um, so if you just search for Helen Pritchard Warrington, to my hometown, northern town, you should find me and follow me on there. And I put most of my life's on there, to be honest. So, you know, you can just follow me and find out more about me there. And um, if it's LinkedIn specific stuff that you want, then if you go to my free group, which is the LinkedIn marketing group, Helen Pritchard's LinkedIn marketing group, you can find that. And, you know, everything, if you'd ever want to know about how to use LinkedIn, my way is kind of in there, definitely. And follow me on Instagram because I can't get any followers on there. It's rubbish. <laughs> so that's it, at Helen Pritchard online. I've been stuck at like 4,000 followers forever. It drives me crazy. I'm so, yeah. I've been stuck around four and a half for ages. Yeah, I'm just going to get 10,000 so I can have swipe up. That's all. But, you know, I, I, I want to do it the right way. So, yeah, please have pity on me and follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. And uh, for everyone listening, all the, all the links that Helen just mentioned will be in the show notes. So do remember to, you know, to you can click on those and you can actually redirect to those links exactly as it is. But thank you for so much for, uh, for listening to today's. It's been an amazing session, as I was expecting, because I knew Helen's so amazing. And we, we really had such a blast when we talked to each other anyway. It doesn't matter if I'm interviewing her or she's interviewing me. Either way, it works. So thank you so much for, for being here, for being a guest for us and enlightening us with your amazing wisdom and being your amazing self. Please carry on um, just spreading your magic. And I'm saying spreading magic because you know you're, you're truth, but you are spreading magic. So carry on spreading your magic. And thank you so much for being part of my world and part of my life. And for those of you listening, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an amazing session as always. I will be back with another amazing guest before a Friday feature. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.golkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan. Take care and bye for now.